All praises to the Most High, brothers and sisters. I am your host, the Apostle Ruben. Hoping that your Sabbath is going good. I'm always hoping that the Lord's day is going good for you and myself. As we dig a little bit deep today in this podcast episode that we're going to be going over, dealing with the garden. We're going to go back to the garden, the beginning. And there are some things that we're going to cover together. It's going to shed some light on some of the questions people have been asking many, many years. And to the point to where you think you need missing books like Enoch, um, Jubilees, First and Second Adam. See, God doesn't have to have that to prove in the text what he wants the reader to understand. But before I go into it any deeper, brothers and sisters, I want you guys to understand, I'm going to be doing a commentary, you know, just, just a, a, a podcast episode on Geno Jennings. You know, Geno Jennings, <laughs> you know, just not to laugh is, being confronted by many at this time and he really didn't address the situation well in the video we're going to go over because I'm going to I'm going to give you the audio of what he's talking about and we're going to go to scriptures to show that when you have a mixed uh, I would say congregation there are things you have to do and have to say and lie about. And now these camps are going to begin to put his feet to the fire and have them, which is the ministry of uh, Geno Jennings, show them in the text with question, of course. Genogenesis is going to have to go to the text and read. See, this is the confrontation these preachers have been avoiding for a long time. And you see, these preachers avoid confrontation. They avoid letters. They avoid debate because they know that they cannot use the text. So if any of you wanted to see Geno Jennings battle the camps, his first impression was not good to his own congregation at all by bashing the camp and uplifting himself. You know, Christ talked about that. That that type will be abased. Abased mean made low. Well, let's get into the lesson, brothers and sisters. I'm going back into the garden. Now, the first thing I want to do is I want to say this. When you're going back to the beginning in Genesis, we have to realize it's a parable. Watch this. Matthew 13 and 10. And the disciples came and said unto him, Why speakest thou unto them in parables? Watch this, verse 11. 
He answered and said unto them, Because it is given unto you to know the mysteries, mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. But to them it is not given. Watch this verse. Let's go to verse 12. For whosoever hath to him shall be given, and he shall have more abundance. What do you think this is talking about? Knowledge. Knowledge. The parable. To understand the parable. The context is the parable. They're asking why do you speak to them in parables in verse 10. Let's go back up to verse 10 again. And the disciples came and said unto him, Why speaketh thou unto them in parables? He answered and said unto them, Because it is not given unto you to it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it is not given. So it is not given to everyone to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. That's what parables are, mysteries. Filled with similitudes. As it says in Job chapter 11, we, we're going to go there. I'm just going to read this. We're going to go. Christ says, He answered and said unto them, Because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom, to understand these things. But unto them it is not given. For whosoever hath to him shall be given. See, it says it. For whosoever hath to him shall be given. If you have the understanding, if you have the knowledge of the mysteries of the kingdom, you can cause people to understand it. For whosoever hath to him shall be given, and he shall have more abundance. But whosoever hath not, who can, whoever, see, this is what Christ is saying. Whoever cannot understand what I'm speaking when I'm speaking in parables, from him shall it be taken away even that he has. See, whatever understanding, that should be taken away. Christ is telling them something. Verse 13, Therefore speak I to them in parables, because they seeing see not. And hearing, they hear not, neither do they understand. See, they, they cannot, they cannot understand the parables Christ is speaking. Let me show you why. Let me show you why. I love the Bible, brothers and sisters. I love the Bible, and I hope you do too. The book of Proverbs. Chapter 26, verse 7 says, The legs of the lame are not equal. See, why? Because he can't walk. The legs are, the, are not equal. They're not able to make him walk. Watch this. So is a parable in the mouth of fools. See, fools cannot teach a parable. The unlawful cannot teach a parable. Fools are sinners. Let's go back. Let's stay right in Proverbs. Let's prove this. The book of Proverbs. Verse 24 and 9. 
the thought of foolishness is sin. Sin is transgression of the law, 1 John 3 and 4. The thought of foolishness is transgression of the law. And the scorner is an abomination. What, what does he scorn? Judgment. He scorns the law. Is an abomination of sin to men. Let's, let's, look, let's look at another one. You see these old preachers out here with this gray hair yelling and screaming, but watch this. Proverbs chapter 14, verse 9. Fools maketh a mock at sin. That means fools copy sin. But among the righteous there is favor. A fool cannot break down a parable. This is why Genesis, no one really attempts. And you know, brothers and sisters, I'm going to say this. I'm not calling them fools out of my own mouth. I'm reading it from the text. Fools. Let's go right back. Watch this. Proverbs. I want to go here to show you. Proverbs again, chapter 26, verse 7, the legs of the lame are not equal, so is a parable in the mouth of fools. Watch verse, watch verse 9. As a thorn goeth up into the hand of a drunkard, so is a parable in the mouth of fools. See, when we go to Genesis, Genesis is a, and I'm talking about the beginning, Genesis 2, it is highly spiritual. That's why I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, these things are written for our learning. That's why Paul said this. The book of Romans, chapter 7, Verse 14 says, For we know that the law is spiritual. The law is spiritual. There are spiritual things that are very high in the law. And in order to understand them, you need the law. To show forth even the secret things like what happened in the garden. It's not what you think. There's a lot to it. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. Remember, Paul is carnal. Why? Because he's dealing with the carnal commandments. We're going to go into that. He's sold in that covenant. Not the Ten Commandments, but there was another covenant that all Christendom avoids. That covenant of blood and sacrifice for the atonement of the children of Israel. It wasn't the atonement of all nations. It was the children of Israel. And we know Galatians 4 and 4, Hebrews 9, 15. See, that's why they do not want you to believe it that way. 
They want you to think that it's all the law, the whole law, the Ten Commandments, the Sabbath, and all. No, it's not talking about that. There were two covenants mentioned in Galatians 4. Heads up, Christians, you Sunday Christians are going to have to deal with Galatians 4 and the two covenants. One was the Ten Commandments. One was the covenant of Levi. Which one of them covenants are going to continue? And which one of them covenants are going to be done away? Let's go, let's go back. If we're going to understand the spirit or things that are spirit or parables, let, let's, let's go back to Psalms. I want to, I was in Watch this. Psalm 78, verse 1. Give ear, O my people, to my law. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings of old, which we heard, which we have heard and known, and our fathers have told us. See, the fathers understood the parable I just want to read this one more verse we will not hide them from their children showing to the generation to come the praises of the Lord and his strength and his wonderful works that he has done see these things had to come back out of the very same children. Of them of old time. Let's get right to it. Let's go into the book. Now, I'm, I'm going to take, this is what I'm going to do, brothers and sisters, as we go to the book of Genesis, as you get your Bibles or your phones or however. And we go to uh, the book of Genesis 2. I want to start. I want to go to Genesis 2 and I want to start in verse 9 then we're going to drop down to verse 15 remember Genesis is a parable let's see if the Bible gives us the understanding of this parable and out of the ground the Lord made, out of the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight. Pleasant. And good for food. The tree of life also in the midst of the garden and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So we're looking at trees in the in, in, in the Garden of Eden. One is the tree of life, one is the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Now, in part two, we're gonna have we're gonna have to come back a little bit 
into Genesis 2 for some confirmation. Setting this up so you can understand why Genesis chapter 3 as God has as God has written it in the parable you're going to see some of the key things because we're going over in Genesis 2 today well let me, let me let's, let's just continue on brothers and sisters I don't want to I don't do it like that I like to just go ahead and read the scriptures I don't like to keep talking because it's carnal let's drop down to verse 15 and the Lord God took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Every of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat. Eat. I want you to see this. but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. So, as you can see, if he eats of the knowledge, of the, of the excuse me, of the tree of the knowledge of good and of evil, you shall surely die die if you eat of it. Now, let's take a look at eat. Because I know people look at this word eat. But this is a parable. I'm not going to change anything. I'm just going proof text. Again, when we go to the book, Proverbs. Watch this. Proverbs 13, verse 1. A wise son heareth his father's instructions, but a scorner heareth not rebuke. A man shall eat good by the fruit of his mouth, but the soul of the transgressor shall eat violence. Now, I want y'all to look at how this is applied. Shall eat good by the fruit of his mouth. So the fruit of his mouth is what? Words. But the soul of the transgressor shall eat violence. How can a man eat violence? Because this eat. Solomon is using this in a parable. Let me go back and show you. Watch this. Let me go back and show you again. I want to. I want to, I want this one here because I want you to see Proverbs. And we're going to go back to Proverbs chapter one. And we're going to start in verse two, and we're going to read down for the context of it. To know wisdom. And instruction to perceive the words of understanding to receive the instruction of wisdom justice and judgment and equity to give subtlety to the simple 
to the young man knowledge and discretion. Verse 5, a wise man will hear and will increase in learning, and a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsels. Watch, watch. I don't have time, bro. There's so much to cover. Watch this. To understand a proverb and the interpretation, the words of the wise and their dark sayings. Moses, the dark saying was the parable. Moses wrote Genesis chapter, um, Genesis, the first three chapters of Genesis, like a parable. It wasn't brought out plainly. It was in a parable form. So when we go back, watch this, to Proverbs, because this is hard to understand. This is why the Bible is spiritual. It's high, they, they, the Old Testament is more spiritual than the New. You can't change that. A man shall eat good by the fruit of his mouth, but the soul of the transgressor shall eat violence. The soul of those who transgress the law shall eat. What is eat? Learn. Learn. Let's go to Proverbs. Let's, 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 because we're going to come back to these scriptures again in the uh, next uh, episode, part two. I'm going to show you something. Again, we have to look at um, this fruit from this tree. Watch this. A man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth. Wait a minute. Can a man's stomach, I want y'all to look at these dark sayings. These are dark sayings. A man's belly, what's the belly? Shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth. This fruit is of the mouth. This fruit is words. And his belly shall be satisfied. What is that belly? The mind. Words. And with the increase of his lips shall he be filled. He's filled from words. Belly. That's why Christ said this. This is why Christ. We love the Bible. This is why Christ said Watch, brothers and sisters, where we're going here. John chapter 7, verse 38. He that believeth on me, as the scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. Out of his belly, it's not talking about him standing up and his mouth is open and living water is coming out of his mouth. The belly is his mind. The living water is the scripture. See, over and over and over and over and over again, it is not always plainly given. What is the belly? The mind. So you have to know these things. Let's go back. Watch, watch this. Watch this. Let's go back to Proverbs real quick. I'm just showing you with proof text that that belly 
is mentioned. What is this belly? So you have to under, you have to be able to let the text prove itself. Instead of like these preachers do today, like genogenics, they're getting caught up when these scriptures are coming out. They're getting caught up because they've been given their own interpretation of it for years. Now the questions are being asked. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 20, a man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth and with the increase of his lips shall be, he shall, shall he be filled. Watch this. Verse 21, death, death, if they ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, they would die. But there was, that's why it says death and life, but on the other side, there was life. There was a tree of life. Watch this. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. The tongue, the tongue, the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. The fruit is the tongue. Again, the fruit is the tongue. When you're understanding a parable, the fruit is the tongue. Going back to Genesis. Going back. You need to go back there now because I don't want you to forget the thoughts. I don't want you to forget the thoughts. Genesis 2.17 But of the tree of knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it for in the day that thou eatest thereof thou shalt surely die. Knowledge of good and evil. So this tree had knowledge of both law which is good let's go let's let's look at this because i got i got to set you up i have to set you up because i'm showing you brothers and sisters what churches have not shown ever you know it takes prophets to want you to know because the spirit of the prophets are subject to the prophets first corinthians 14:32 but To want you to understand these things, it takes a lot of study. And this isn't salvation. Don't think because we know this parable is automatic salvation. No. People want understanding of these things. And through time and study, you will be able to build upon what we're going over today. And there's going to be other patterns of Scripture in the Bible. And then you'll know the beginning as the Bible instructed us to teach. So let me back up a little bit. Good is what? What is good? What is good? Let's get Moses. Deuteronomy chapter 6. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 17. Ye shall diligently keep the commandments of the Lord your God and his testimonies and his statutes which he commanded thee. 
Now, understand, brothers and sisters, let's go back up to verse 17. Ye shall diligently keep the commandments of the Lord your God and his testimonies and his statutes which he hath commanded thee. And thou shalt do that which is right and good, 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 good in the sight of the Lord, that it may be well with thee, and that thou mayest go in and possess the good land which the Lord swore unto thy fathers. To do good was to keep the law. Well, let's look. Let's, let's, I want to go. This is proof text. Nehemiah 9. Let's watch this. Nehemiah 9, verse 13 says, Thou camest down also upon Mount Sinai, and spaketh with them from heaven, from heaven now, and gavest them right judgments and true laws, good, good, good statutes and commandments. The law is good. Just in case we got some New Testament Christians that are going to hear this, let's go back. New let's show. Let me show you. I don't have to. I can show you with text. For we know that the law is spiritual. No, that's not the one I want. Let me go back there. Wrong one, brothers and sisters. Romans chapter 7, verse 12. Wherefore the law is holy, and the commandment holy, and just, and good. The law is still good. See, this tree had knowledge of good. Watch this. Let's continue on. do this. First Timothy chapter one, let's see what it is. Verse eight. But we know that the law is good. I just want this one verse. Proof text. But we know that the law is good if a man use it lawfully. The law is good. We, we're showing you good, good is a result from law. Good is a result from law. I'm just to make you understand that. Now, let's go back. but of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. So now we've taken a look at the good. See, these trees had knowledge of law, but they also had knowledge of evil. So what is evil according to the Bible? Let's, 
Let's look at evil. Proverbs 29. Proof text. In the transgression of an evil man, there is a snare. In the transgression of an evil man, evil, there is a snare. But the righteous doth sing and rejoice. Why? Because the righteous keep the law. The transgression of an evil man, there is a snare. Sunday ministers, the snare to your soul. They're the snare in his transgression. Watch this. Let's go. I'm, I'm proving through the text what evil is. Proving to the text what evil is. Show you. Slow down. And, and somebody's going to always be new. Evil pursueth sinners. So evil is always with sinners. It stays on the back of sinners. But to the righteous, which is opposite of sinners, good shall be repaid. And of course, this is proof text. I'm just showing you what it is. This is what this is. We're going to go to this is this is what's missing out of the church. They they took this out. The understanding. Ecclesiastes eight verse twelve. Though a sinner do evil a hundred times, and his days be prolonged, yet surely I know that it shall be well with them that fear God, which is keep his commandments, which fear before him. So what, what we're seeing in the text is evil is a result of sin. Good is a result from law. Evil is a result from sin. Evil is a revolt is a result of transgression of the law. So when we go back to Genesis 2, verse 17, but the tree of the knowledge of law and sin. Thou shalt not eat of it. Why? Because the tree has the knowledge of good, but it also has the knowledge of sin. Evil is the result of sin. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. What would they be eating? What would they what would they be eating? Again, see, we got to go back and ask that question. See, this is how a lot of this is why a lot of preachers don't like to teach Genesis because they know. They'll have a lot of questions come up. What was, let's go back. Let's not forget the thought. Proverbs again. We have to go back because sometimes it's difficult. Proverbs 18. This is a parable now of Genesis. Again, I'm saying it. It's a parable. 
let's go back to Genesis, I mean, Proverbs 18 and 20. A man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth, the fruit of his mouth, the fruit of his mouth. And with the increase of his lips, he shall be filled. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. The fruit that Adam and Eve were told not to eat was the words of that tree that knew the God, uh, uh, that had the knowledge of good and evil, law and sin. There's no, brothers and sisters, when you, you can't put any verse in context unless you put what the words in the verse in context as well. You got to take the words in the verse like what does evil mean? Evil means sin, sinners. Evil is sin. Evil is equal to transgression. Watch this. Again, we're going deep. We're going deep, brother. Isaiah 45. Watch this. Verse 6. That they may know from the rising of the sun and from the, the west that there is none beside me. So God is saying that they may know from the rising of the sun and from the west. West that there is none beside me. I am the Lord, and there is none else. I form the light. I create darkness. I make peace and create evil. See, he creates evil. I, the Lord, do all these things. That's why this, I'm just going to go to a verse. Because this is all about this, this is all about the Bible verse. You gotta make sure I'm not gonna dip into it real deep. Watch this. Genesis three twenty two, and the Lord God said, Behold, the man is become as one of us, to know good and evil. See, God created evil. They knew evil. They knew law and sin. It was there. And now lest he put forth his hand and take also the tree of life, which we're going to go, go into in a few minutes, and eat and live forever, we're going to go into it in a few minutes. We're going to come back to this verse. Because right now, we're talking about the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So what Adam and Eve, says, when we go in part two, it's going to make sense. I, ha I had to go this route because I didn't want to leave a lot of things out. I wanted to cover this. I wanted to cover this. So there was a tree. There was two trees in the midst of the garden. Two trees. Two trees. One was the tree of life. The other was a tree of the knowledge 
of good and evil. Now let's, because we're going to go all the way down to verse 25. This, this was this podcast episode. I knew when we have to break it down, it's going to be long. But I wanted to give you that. For the tree of knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For on the day thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. Now, again, I want to show you this. I'm showing you the parable. Again, I go to these scriptures just for this cause. The book of Jeremiah, and we're going to go to Ezekiel. The book of Jeremiah, chapter 15, verse 16 says, Thy words were found, and I did eat them. Wait a minute. Thy words were found. Words. Words. It's been talking about it ever since. Proverbs. Proverbs 18, 20, and 21. Proverbs 13, verse 12. Verse 2. Proverbs 13, verse 2. Now Jeremiah is saying, Thy words were found. Thy laws were found. Thy words are his laws were found, and I did eat them. And thy word was unto me the joy and rejoicing of my mind. For I am called by thy name, O Lord God of hosts. See, the words that he ate were for his mind. Parable, Genesis, parable. The eating is not Adam and Eve putting a piece of fruit in their mouth and they knew sin. No, that's these bogus churches. around every corner teaching out of their own heart see this is why let, let me let me let me hit this verse again thy words were found and I did eat them that's what I wanted y'all to see and thy word was unto me the joy and rejoicing of my heart I wanted that because eating words what does this eat? Let's move on. Let's go. Let's let's go on to Ezekiel. I'm just showing you. If you're going to try to break down a parable, you need the help of the Bible. Ezekiel three. I want to go down. Watch this. Ezekiel 3 and 2. Now, what, well, now, let me start up in verse 1. Moreover, he said unto me, Son of man, eat that thou findest. Eat this roll. The roll is a book. Eat this roll and go speak unto the house of Israel. So I opened my mouth and he caused me to eat the roll. Now, people may say, well, you know, we see God is causing him to eat parchment paper with ink on it. Verse 3, and he said unto me, Son of man, cause thy belly to eat. Belly to eat. What was the belly? What was the belly? Proverbs 18, verse 20, talked about the belly. John 7, verse 38, talked about the belly. Now he's talking about the belly again. Thy belly. Cause thy belly to eat, 
and fill thy bowels with this roll that I give thee. Then did I eat it, and it was in my mouth as honey for sweetness. Watch this. Parable, parable, parable. And he said unto me, Son of man, go, get thee unto the house of Israel, and speak my words. The words, the words, the words, the words, unto them. Parable. All this involves words. So somehow, let's go back. because, And I want to get one more. Proof, I'm just proving it. This eat. This eat we, we're seeing. Same thing was said in the book of Revelation. I'm going to go look at it. We're looking at the eat. We're just going back over it. I just want everybody to make sure. And went unto the unto the angel and said unto him, Give me the little book. And he said unto me, Take it, eat it up, and it shall make thy belly. There it is again, belly. What is the belly? It's dealing with words and belly, belly and words, bitter. But in thy mouth it shall be sweet as honey. See, all of this. Is a similitude. The eat, mouth, is all is talking about the mind. Words. And I'm going to show you what this means spiritually. The mouth. Watch this. Because this is highly spiritual. Jeremiah, one verse nine. And the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said unto me, Behold, I have put my words in thy mouth. The words, when they ate, when the words of God was in their mouth, to their mind, you got to understand, see, the mouth is the mind. This is why they don't try to explain it. So when the when you speak, your mind and your mouth are simultaneously working together to cause understanding to the next person. Now let's go back to Genesis. I have to get this understanding. See, it takes a while to do this takes a while. It always does. Genesis 2. We're going to start in verse 18. Now remember, I'm going back up to verse 17 for a reason, but the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Now the trees were there. But watch this. Well, here's a twist. And the Lord God said, it is not good for that man should be alone. I will make him and help. I will make him and help me for him. So it is not good for Adam to be alone, but it's trees in the garden. I'm gonna, you're going to see Adam to be alone, but watch this. 
out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field and fowl of the air and brought them unto Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. So everybody looks at this and say, well, see, this is where God created the lions and the tigers and the bears, oh my. But again, this is a parable. Watch this. Let's read on, then I'm going to explain this. And Adam gave names to all cattle and to the fowl of the air and to every beast of the field. But for Adam there was none, there was not found and help meet for him. Now, in case you don't understand what a help meet, brother, uh, is brothers and sisters that's a wife help me ain't no animal see this is how you this these these enchanting christians got a bunch of animals around adam and seeing that that was supposed to be a help me no 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 this is a parable this is a dark saying this is how moses opens up the bible watch this and out of the ground, we're going back to verse 19, and out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and brought them unto Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. Now, let's go to some texts in the Bible talk about this. I want to start in Ezekiel, because I want y'all to see Ezekiel is going to be a parable to Ezekiel 31. Because we're going to come back to Ezekiel 31 in part 2 of this series. I want you to look at this. Ezekiel 31 verse 1, because I want to put it in context, because that's what the Christian church will do. That's what, well, let's go back and look at where the weakness of his doctrine is. That's what they're going to do. This is where they'll start. And it came to pass in the 11th year, in the third month, in the first day of the month, that the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, speak unto Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and to his multitude, whom art thou like in thy greatness? Watch this. Behold, the Assyrian was in the seed the Syria the Assyrian was a cedar in Lebanon with fair branches and with a shadowing shroud and of a high stature and his top was among the thick boughs. Now you, you this is heavy. This these parables, this is real heavy. This is real heavy. But I'm going to have to go forward a little bit. I'm not going to rob you, brothers and sisters. We're going to come back to it. I'm not going to rob you. I just want to get to the phrase. Remember Genesis 2.19, the beast of the field, the fowl of the air. I'm going to show you something. All the fowls of heaven made their nest in his bowl. 
and under his branches did all the beasts of the field bring forth their young, and under his shadow dwelt all great nations. See, this is a parable. And I'm gonna when we go to the book of Daniel, you're gonna see it clearer, more clearly. When we go to the book of Daniel. The beasts in the field of, of the field and the fowls of the air. Let's read this again. All the fowls of heaven made their nest in his boat, and under his branches did all the beasts of the field bring forth their young. So we're talking about the beasts of the field and the fowls of the heavens. Under his shadow dwelt all great nations. The beasts of the field and the fowls of the air in Genesis 2.19 were nations. God created nations around Adam. How you think Cain got his wife? How you think how you think that um there was gods in Genesis 3 and 5? So we're going to go into all that. The gods, thou shalt be as gods. Animals don't make gods, brothers. Men make gods. There were other men on earth. It's telling you right here how it happened. But it's a parable. See, he switched it up. Watch this. Let's read on. Keep it in context. Thus was he fair in his greatness. In the length of his branches. Branches for his root was by great waters. Watch this. The cedars, the cedars. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. The Bible just said, let's go back, let's go back, let's go back. Verse 2. The Bible says, Behold, the Assyrian was a cedar. The Assyrian was a cedar. The Assyrian is being compared in this parable as a cedar. Now let's go back down. Watch, watch, watch. Watch. Now it's going to say, And the cedars in the garden of God could not hide him. Who is this talking about? Who could it not hide? Who could they not hide? Who hid amongst the trees? Adam and Eve. We're going to come back to this verse. We're going to come back to this verse. Ezekiel 31, verse 8. I'm going to cheat a little bit. I'm going to cheat a bit. Go to Genesis. I just want one verse. One verse. Genesis 3, verse 8. Genesis 3, verse 8. 3, Genesis 3, verse 8. I'm doing something. Here I come, brothers. Okay. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking. Now, the voice of the Lord God walking spiritual the voice is the is the law of the lord walking walking the voice walking in the garden in the cool part the, i mean the cool of the day and adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the lord among the trees among the trees see if christianity gets it 
you'll be thinking they're running and hiding behind trees, ducking God. The apple tree over there, Adam, it's, a, a, it's somewhere up under the branches Adam can hide. Oh, Lord. The garden, when you look, when you look at the garden, the garden is not some little made garden that you see out here. The garden has a tremendous size. When God was walking in that, Adam and Eve hid themselves among nations, trees of the garden. I'm going to show you this. Among the trees of the garden. That's where they hid themselves. Watch this. Let's go back to Ezekiel 31 8. And the cedars in the garden of God could not hide him. The fir trees were not like his bows. They, and the chestnut trees were not like his branches. Nor any tree in the garden of God was like unto him in his beauty. He's talking about Adam. This is a parable about Adam. It's which, and it's showing you the garden. Adam just Adam and Eve were not just two people upon earth by themselves with a bunch of trees surrounding them. Like they draw you in these pictures. Let's jump on down. I'm not going to rob it. Come on, let's go. Verse 9. I have made him fair by the multitude of his branches so, all, so that all the trees of Eden that were in the garden of God envied him. Wait a minute. Trees. So now we're looking at this. Now there's trees in the garden of God. There's trees. These trees, again, are nations. Powers. 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 So, let's go back. Because I still have to do. I'm going to go back to Genesis chapter 2. So much that you would have to have. I mean, I'm just. I'm making this understanding. 219. And out of the ground the Lord God did form every beast of the field. What is the field? Let me show you what the field is in the parable. Christ is going to tell you what the field is. He's going to tell you what the field is. In, the, in this parable he's talking about. In this, in this parable. It says this. He answered and said unto them. He that soweth the good seed. What's good seed? The law is the son of man. The field is the world. The good seed are the children of the kingdom, but the tares are the children of the sinful one. Because, see, people keep thinking, as we go into the next podcast episode, the devil was not some spirit running around. <laughs> no, the devil has a seed because the devil had a lifespan. He was a man. 
the first original devil that tricked Adam and Eve. Because God created good and evil, but there was a choice given. Do you want to do? That's why Cain, when we go into it, brothers and sisters, you're going to fully understand. That's why Cain was given the option. Do good, and I will receive you. Do law. But if you choose not to keep the law, then sin, which is transgression of the law, lieth at the door. Man, these preachers are jokes, man. Some people can read the Bible and see that it's something ain't right about these preachers and how they teach it. But the point is, what I wanted is the field is the world. So when the Bible says the beast of the field, it's talking about the, and I'm going to show you what a beast is. I'm, I'm showing you in the Bible, in, in order for you to understand the sentence, you have to understand the words in the sentence. You can just read by them and get no understanding, or you can understand the words. What is a beast? What is the beast? I want three scriptures. Ecclesiastes 3. Verse 18. I said in mine heart concerning the estate of the sons of men, that God might manifest them, and that they might see that they themselves are beasts. Men are also referred to as beasts. 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 Let's get, let's, let's, let's. I'm just getting proof of Job. Watch this. Job 18, verse 1. Then answered Bildad the Shuite and said, How long will it be arrayed ye make end of words? Mark, and afterwards we, excuse me, afterwards, Will we we will speak? Watch Job. Watch this in Job. Wherefore we are counted as beasts. Men are counted as beasts and reputed vile in your sight. See, men. Watch this. I'm going to show you beasts. One more. Watch this. Men were men were referred to as beasts. Let's get the book of Daniel. Chapter seven. Daniel chapter 7. Watch this. Now, this is talking about the four beasts, but I'm trying to show you from the text. We've, we're using the text to break it down. It says, Thus he said, I'm going to tell you what I'm looking for out of this. The four, I could go in many different ways. The fourth beast shall be the fourth kingdom upon earth. Fourth kingdom. Kingdom of men. Beast. Beast. What I'm looking at, what I'm trying to get you to see, is when the Bible talks about the beast of the field, the beast of the world, it's talking about kingdoms. 
Daniel. Let's go into Daniel. Daniel, let's chapter four. This 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 is a dream again. Daniel's having a dream. They need him to explain the dream. So let's go to Daniel four. We're going to start in verse 14. Now remember, the beasts of the field, the fowls of the air. Now watch this. Watch this king. I saw in the visions of my head upon my bed, and behold, a watcher. And an holy one came down from heaven. And he cried aloud and said, and, th and said thus, hew down the tree cut off his branches, shake off his leaves, scatter his fruit, let the beast get away from under it and the fowls from his branches. Watch. Nevertheless, leave the stump of his roots in the earth. Stump. Even with a band of iron and brass, in the tender grass of the field and let it be wet with the dew of heaven and let his portion be with the beasts in the grass see when it says in the beast in the grass of the earth there is a king that's supposed to get um let's just watch this let me just show you let's read on let his heart be changed from man's and let a beast's heart be given unto him and let seven and let seven times pass over him watch this let's look at this this matter is by the decree of the watcher and the demand by the word of the holy ones to the intent that the living may know that the most high ruleth in kingdom in the kingdoms of men and giveth it to whomsoever he will and setteth up over it the basis of men these trees the tree kingdom metaphor meta that's, that's what this is what i've been saying we're looking at it watch this let's go now there's going to come well let me see how i can do this. watch this i, I want to show you something this dream i king nebuchadnezzar have seen. He has seen this. Now thou, O Belshazzar, declare the interpretation thereof for as much as all the wise men of my kingdom are not able to make known unto me the interpretation, but thou art able. For the spirit of the holy gods is in thee. See, the Holy Spirit is in thee. The spirit of the holy gods is in thee. The Holy Spirit is in you. So let's see what the Holy Spirit showed down. Watch this. Let's go down. Daniel's going to tell him what that tree was. The tree that thou sawest, which grew and was strong, whose height reached it to heaven, in the sight of all of us, in the sight thereof to all the earth whose leaves were fair and the fruit 
thereof much, and in it was meat for all, under which the beast of the field dwelt, and upon whose branches the fowls of the heaven had their uh, their habitation. Watch this. It is thou, O king, thou art grown and become strong. See the parable. It's over and over and over in Genesis. Genesis 2.19. The beasts of the field, the fowls of the earth. Those were nations. Daniel's breaking down the parable. He sees trees compared to nations. Powers. It is thou, O king, thou art become, thou art grown and become strong, for thy greatness is grown and reacheth unto heaven and thy dominion to the end of the earth. Watch. Listen to this. Let's show, let me show you what this means. He's going to show, tell you. And whereas the king saw a watcher, a holy one, coming down from heaven, saying, Hew down. Uh, it says, hew the tree down and destroy it. What does it, what does that mean? Hew the tree down and destroy it. Yet leave the stump of the roots thereof in the earth, even with the band of iron and brass in the tender grass of the field, and let it be wet with the dew of the dew of heaven, and let his portion be with the beasts of the field till seven times pass over him. Watch this. Daniel's interpreting it. This is the interpretation, O king, and this is the decree of the Most High, which is come upon my Lord the king. That they shall drive thee from, who is the they that shall drive thee from men? Men are going to drive this king from men, and thy dwelling shall be with the beasts of the field, and they shall make thee to eat grass as an oxen or as oxen and they shall wet thee with the dew of heaven and seven times shall pass over thee till thou know that the most high ruleth in the kingdom of men and giveth it to whomsoever he will. Daniel was telling them you were the tree. It said the same thing about Nebuchadnezzar. Let's go back Let's go back. Let's go back. Let's go back. Watch this. Daniel 3. I don't think I want Daniel 2. Daniel 2. First. Watch this. Daniel 2, verse 37. Thou, O king, Thou, O king, art a king of kings, for the God of heaven hath given thee a kingdom, power, and strength, and glory. And where, watch this, and wheresoever the children of men dwelt, the beast of the field, and the fowls of heaven he hath given into thine hand, and hath made thee ruler over them all. Thou art this head of gold. He's telling, you see through the Bible, that the beast of the field, let me let me go watch this. 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 Wat
Because it's hard for people to understand this. It's hard for people to understand this. God, again, back, and out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field. The beast of the field. You keep seeing it in text. The beast of the field were men, kingdoms, and the fowls of the air. He brought them unto Adam to see what he would call them. The beast of the field and the fowls of the air were nations. It's a parable. Whether you go to Daniel 2.38, Daniel 4, 4 verse 14, wherever you go, Daniel 2.38, like, like we just come from, the beast of even Ezekiel 31. This is what you got. We're setting up for Genesis 3. Letting you know that there are people on the earth. People. Verse 20. And Adam gave names to all cattle and to all the fowl of the air and to every beast of the field. But Adam, but for Adam, there was not found an help meet for him. Help meet's a wife. Watch. Help meet's a wife. And the Lord caused, the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam. And he slept, and he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, he made woman. He made Adam a woman from his own flesh and brought her unto man. But see, Adam didn't find a wife among the nations. The beasts of the field, the fowls of the air. Until people understand Genesis 2.19. It's not, see the secret, let me show you something. Because I'm not going to change it. It's text. It's text that you see. If it's if, if misinterpretation, I'm matching. Misinterpretation is going to be from the beginning. Cain cannot just have a wife if there's nothing but Adam and Eve. Cain, Abel got just got killed. How Abel get a wife? The Bible never said anything about the process of time. Cain said in Genesis 4.15, we're going to go there. I just want to show you this. Watch this, Genesis. Four. I don't want to talk, uh, just talk about it. I want to show you. Behold, Genesis 4, verse 14. Behold, thou hast driven me out this day from the face of the earth, and from thy face shall I be hid. And I shall be as a fugitive and a vagabond in the earth. And it shall come to pass that everyone that findeth me shall slay me. Why? Because Genesis 2.19, the beast of the field and the fowls of the air were nations. 
God had already created the nations around Adam in Genesis 2.19. That's why there were other people on earth. When you go to Genesis 3, we're going to hit that next week. We're seeing that when it says, Thou shalt be as gods, when the serpent told her, which the serpent is also the tree that knows the good and evil. And he was also called a beast. And he was also called cattle. A cattle. We, we see it. I'm not going to go in. I'm not going to do the curse. I'm trying to make this right when, when God first cursed. Maybe I will. I just can't resist. I'd like for you guys to read it. Watch what he calls the serpent. And the Lord said unto the serpent, Because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle, and above every beast of the field, and upon thy belly. Remember what the belly was. Remember what the belly was. Remember what the belly was was the mind thou shalt go and dust dust thou shalt eat wait a minute dust shall thou eat all the days of thy life man I can't wait till next week dust shall thou eat 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 is this eat is the snake actually eating dirt oh we, we went over eat eat this is spiritual heavily spiritual this eat is learned all the days of this this means that this serpent and his seed would eat dust, which is confusion. Watch this. Let me let me show you how the Bible uses. Watch this. Let's go to the book of Habakkuk. I'm gonna show you the use of dust. It says this, Habakkuk 1 and 9. Now these are the kingdoms, including this one we're in now. They shall come all for violence. Their faces shall sup up as the east wind. Why? Because they're coming west. The children of Israel were west. They shall gather the captivity in the west as the sand. That was my forefathers, the so-called North American Indians, done by the Europeans. Watch this. And they shall scoff at kings, our rulers, and princesses shall be a scorn unto them. And they shall deride every stronghold, for they shall heap up dust and take dust and take it. Heap up dust, dust, confusion, and take it. See the serpent and his seed for the beguiling of Eve were cursed from the knowledge of of God. Remember, I skipped over something real. I skipped over something. But I'm going to I'm going to go right back over this. I want you to see I want to look at this. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman and between thy seed and her seed, 
and it shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. You know, Paul talked about that. I'm not going to go into it. But you see here, seed. The devil had a seed. Why? Let's go back up to verse 14. And the Lord thy God said to the serpent, Because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle and above every beast of the field. And on thy belly thou shalt go, and thus thou shalt eat all the days of thy life. Meaning Satan was not eternal. It was a man. Watch this. Again, let's go back. For you that are new to Luke. Show y'all something. Neither can they die anymore, for they are equal unto the angels, and are the children of God, being children of the resurrection. Angels never died, but the Bible says all the days of thy life in Genesis 3, 3 14, which means that the Satan was a serpent. I mean, I mean, Satan was a serpent, beast of the field. In other words, he was a man. Not with low stature, high stature. See, a lot of a lot of them like to say, and I want to take this. And I know I'm going around in circles, but when I look at this, watch this. Watch this. First John three. And I'm gonna watch watch first John. I want you to He that committeth sin is of the devil. For the devil sinneth from the beginning. What was his sin? He beguiled Eve with false uh, 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 with idolatry. We'll, we'll go into that. I'm not gonna spoil it. I I just I know that questions are going to be asked, 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 asked. Going over a parable, as I said before, is very, very tough. He that committed sin is of the devil, for the devil sinned from the beginning. For this is the purpose. Oh, it's right here. For this is the purpose of the Son of God, which manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. And he shall wound your Head. You're going to bruise his heel, but he's going to wound your head. The works of the devil. Now watch. I, I, I want something out of this. Because I got to bring it back around. It said, not as Cain, who was of that wicked one. The wicked one was... Wait, you you, you got to understand. The wick, Cain is not the wicked one. He's of the wicked one. The wicked one was the original uh, man that was in the garden that deceived Adam and Eve. Cain followed him, the liar. Not as Cain, who was of that wicked one, and slew his brother, and wherefore slew he him. Why? Because his, because his own works were evil, sin. What was evil? There was a tree that had the knowledge of good and evil. And Cain followed that tree of evil. But his brothers were righteous. His brothers were good. They were of the law. 
they were of the law. Let's go back to Genesis. Go back, let's go back. We gotta finish this book. Because and brothers and sisters, I I just I just have to uh say this. Um as I've been going along, something came up in my head. I am supposed to be breaking down with scripture the tree of life because it was there too. Now we but I had to prove what I wanted to prove that other nations existed. This is the point in Genesis 2, 19, that other nations were made around Adam, the beast of the field and the fowls of the air. This is a parable. Ezekiel 31, verse 6, Daniel 4, verse 14. Daniel 2, verse 38. The beasts of the field were always talking about kingdoms. He's the head of kingdoms, all nations. Even Daniel 7, 23. The fourth beast was the fourth kingdom. Ecclesiastes 3, verse 18. Job 18, verse 3. Beast. Parable men were referred to as beasts. Go back to book Genesis. Chapter 2, verse 22. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, he made woman and brought her unto the man. Watch this. And Adam said, this is now bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. This woman is like me. Not only am I, I'm going to show y'all, because I'm going into it right now. I didn't want to rob y'all of this. I am not the same as the nation. And Eve, I mean, is not the same as these beasts of the field and fowls of the air. She's of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife, be one. And the two shall, and they shall be one flesh. So they're not two, they're one. To God, they're one flesh. Now here, here is what we want. Because we gotta we gotta wrap it up. And they were both naked the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. Now, it says naked. Now, people look at this and say, well, you know, Adam and Eve. Adam is looking at the uh, the breasts and places of Eve, and Eve is looking at the um, chest and parts of Adam, and they are not ashamed. Oh, they're not ashamed of each other. That's not what that, watch this. Parable, parable. They were both naked. Let's look at this naked. This naked does not necessarily mean they didn't have clothing. Watch this. Job chapter 22, verse 2. Can a man be profitable unto God as he that is wise may be profitable 
unto himself. Is it any pleasure to the Almighty that thou art righteous, that thou keep the law? Or is it gain to him that thou may makest thy ways perfect? How? In the law. Watch this. Will he reprove thee for fear of thee? Will he enter with thee into judgment? Is not thy wickedness great and thine iniquities infinite? For thou hast taken a pledge from thy brother for naught, and have stripped the naked of their clothing. Wait a minute, how can you strip naked of their clothing? See, this is this is parable. You've taken a pledge from your brother for naught. This goes deep. Who is the brother? Why is it brother? Brother for nothing. And have stripped the naked of their clothing. The naked of their clothing. I'm going to show you. I'm going to go on a little bit deep to show you. Back to Genesis 2.25. The naked of their clothing. Spiritual talk. So this naked means something else. I'm going to show you what the serpent Back to Genesis. Let's, let's get into it. So this is that deep, 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 deep travel that you go through when you're reading the Bible. They were both naked. Now remember, that doesn't mean they didn't have clothing. Man and his wife and were not ashamed. Why were they not ashamed? Let's get what causes shame? What causes shame? I'm going to look at it. Two scriptures. The book of Psalms, 119, verse, the book of Psalms, chapter 119, verse 6 says, Then, well, I'm, let's read verse 5. Oh, that my ways were directed to keep thy statutes. Then I shall not be ashamed. When I have respect unto all thy commandments. See? Watch, 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 watch. It says, verse 30, I have chosen the way of truth. Thy judgments have I laid before me. Watch this. I have stuck unto thy testimonies, O Lord. Put me not to shame. See, the shame comes from what? Sin. If you're not keeping God's laws. Let me let's 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 go to scripture. Bro, we got we let's keep it proof text. I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. Jeremiah three. I'm gonna give you an example because because all this is proof. Jeremiah three twenty twenty five. This is Israel. We lie down in our shame, and our confusion covereth us. For we have sinned. Shame is caused by sin. Now, when we go into Genesis 3 and read about the 
opposite. See, there's the two sides of the naked. You're going to see that one naked, as this naked in Genesis 2.25, is without shame. That naked is with shame. We lie down in our shame and our confusion covereth us. For we have sinned against the Lord our God. We have, and, excuse me, we and our fathers from our youth even unto this day and have not obeyed the voice, the commandments of, which is obeyed the voice of the Lord our God, which is the commandments. The voice is the commandments. The same voice that was walking in the cool part of the day. I'm going to leave that right there. I'm going to leave it right there. But guess what? Let me show you something. Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve. This is what we're going to do. Show y'all something. Here's what we're going to get into. Again. And they were both naked. The man and his wife. And were not ashamed. That doesn't mean they didn't have clothing. The man and the woman have not yet sinned. Everybody should know this. There was no sin in Adam and Eve. But they were covered with something. They were covered. The naked of their clothing. Let's look at the clothing that the sinless have. Let's look at the clothing that the sinless have. What clothed you? What clothed you? What clothed them? Then we're going to hit that tree of life. Job 29. Let me show you what clothed them. Job 29, verse 14. I put on righteousness, which is of the law, and it clothed me. And my judgment was a robe and a diadem. But Job is saying, I put on the laws and they clothed me. The laws or the clothing that was talked about in when it says strip Job twenty two six, strip the naked of their clothing. What clothed them? The law is what clothed. show you Psalms 132 let the priest be clothed with righteousness which is the law let the priest be clothed with righteousness Adam and Eve were clothed with righteousness They kept, that's why we, when these preachers try to say the law is not in the garden, they don't have no, there's no information. They don't, they don't know it. The mouth, you cannot put a parable in the mouth of food. Let the priest be clothed with righteousness. You can be clothed with the law and let thy saints shout for joy. Come on again. Let's go to Isaiah. Let's go there. Let's go to These are just some verses I want you to think about. Watch this. 
Isaiah 61, verse 10. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God, for he hath clothed me with the garments of salvation. Watch this. He hath covered me with the robe of the law, righteousness. He hath clothed me with righteousness. Righteousness is in the law. Right? Let's, let's get some more proof in the text. I'm going to show y'all. There's no Christ here. See, I can take this. I'm taking this to the back. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul, he hath, my soul shall be joyful in my God, for he hath clothed me with the garments of salvation. He hath covered me with the robe of righteousness. The robe of righteousness, the robe of the law, is the garments of salvation. As a bridegroom decketh himself with ornaments, and as a bride adorneth herself with her jewels. Who's the bride and groom? Christ. Who is the bride? Israel. Come on, man. The clothing is with righteousness. Righteousness was a clothing. A garment. That's why God says, what is right? Watch this. Isaiah proof. What is that righteousness? Isaiah 51 verse 7. Hearken unto me, ye that know righteousness, the people in whose heart is my law. Fear not the reproach of men, neither neither be ye afraid of their revilings. Or revenues, whichever one. Now let's let's hit this New Testament. Righteousness stays in the law. It never goes out. Romans. Romans 8 verse 4. I'm just reading. I'm comparing the text. What is righteousness? We were the robe of righteousness was put on. We're talking about the robe of righteousness. We're talking about the clothing. Strip the negative of the clothing. Job 22 verse 6. Adam and Eve were not without clothing. They were without sin. They were clothed with the garments of salvation. Eternal life. Because of what? Righteousness. They had those coverings for righteousness. They were both without sin. And it says this, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled. The righteousness of the law. So righteousness is of law. Might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, which is sin, but after the spirit, which is the law, which is the word of God. The spirit is the word of God, Ephesians 6, 17. You can go there on your own. Proverbs 123. Write these down, brother. So you see, you, you got to have pencil and pad. I mean, it's tough to go over every verse like this, but I'm trying to go quickly. I'm giving you the golden nuggets you need to continue on. One more. Let's, let's get one more. I'm, I'm showing you that the righteousness, the way of righteousness is in the law. Second 
Let's go to Second Peter. Two. Watch, watch, what, watch the way, what, what, what the way of righteousness is. Two verse twenty-one. For it had been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness. We're going to find out what the, the Old Testament said that righteousness was law. Let's see if the New Testament agrees. The way of righteousness, then after they have known it, to turn from the holy commandment. The righteousness is the commandments, the law delivered unto them. Righteousness is still law, like it says in Isaiah 51, verse 7. Hearken unto me, ye that know righteousness, which heart is in my law. The righteousness is still in the commandment at, right here in 2 Peter 2.21. That is not done away with. So Adam and Eve were clothed because they were committing the acts of righteousness, which gave them access to, to the tree of life. They had access to the tree of life. See, brothers, this is the setup. I'm set. The reason why I wanted Genesis 2:19, the beasts of the field, the fowls of the air. I'm showing y'all that these are nations. When we go in part two, in part two, when we go over the serpent tricking or beguiling even Adam. You, this is going to be, this is going to play an important part. We're going to have to go back to Genesis 2 for a couple of references, then we can just move forward. Because as I said before, the Bible opens up by Moses who had the Holy Spirit and Moses opened it up with a parable, a dark saying. It has to be explained. So I, chapter 2, now I know that I was supposed to talk about the tree of life, but I'm going to start next week's episode with the tree of life. We're going right into it. I'm going to give you the scriptures that talk about the tree of life and the fact that that tree, when you look at that tree, we already know that Trees are kingdoms. This tree of life, which is the tree of immortality, that you can be sustained from only if there was law kept. You can't be ashamed. You go back to Genesis 2. I'm telling you that we're going to end it here. Because I... I I feel like I didn't do as much as I could, but brothers and sisters, did, like I said, I'm trying to get the the this podcast episode was made to set us up because I just didn't want to do Genesis three, and then there was questions: How did this? Where did this come from? How did that? So I wanted to be sure to get as much as Genesis two as I could as we move into Genesis three. But I'm going to give you a scripture too, because somebody may ask. Somebody may ask. Well, you're saying that the tree of life, watch this, Proverbs 11. 
I'm going to show you all the wisdom. This is dark sayings again. This is all this is. Proverbs. Parables. Watch this. It says, The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life. The fruit. What is the fruit of the righteous? The fruit of the law keepers, the fruit of the righteous, which is Abel, Cain was a sinner, is a tree of life. And he, oh, so he, is the tree of life, is a he, that when a souls is wise. Whoa, 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 whoa. So the fruit of the law keepers, which are the righteous, Luke 1 and 6, Psalms 125 and 3, the fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, a tree of life. And he, which is the tree, the fruit of the righteous, that when a souls is wise. What is that fruit of the righteous? Again, going back. What is the fruit of the righteous? Because I'm going to show you this. Proverbs 10, 16. Watch. Parables, brother. Says. The labor of the righteous tendeth to life. Life. The labor of the righteous. The, ra- the labor of the lawkeeper tendeth unto life. Life. Life, 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 life. Tree of life. But the fruit of the wicked is sin. But the And the fruit that was on the uh, tree of the knowledge of good and evil was sin. This is all parable talk. See, you got to understand when, you, when you're trying to understand Genesis. You're going to have to realize that it is high in spirit. You just can't talk it. It is high. I'm not adding anything to the scriptures. I'm showing you the fruit is the fruit of the wicked is sin. But the labor of the righteous tended to life, the tree of life. That's why we let's go back to Proverbs 11. I'm just giving you some uh, a sneak into what how deep we're going to go into it next week. Watch this. The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he that winneth souls is wise. Let's, let me do you. Let me do you one more, because I'm going over it all next week. I'm going to go over Proverbs three. Now remember, Sol- Solomon is writing in a dark saying. Watch this, my son, forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandments. So this is co- this whole chapter context is to the commandments for length of days long life i'm going to come back here next week peace and they shall add peace shall they add unto thee now i want you to see but when we switch up we go to verse 18. let's go to verse 15 watch this now god is going to use it in the feminine it's going to use it as a she the she is the wisdom. The wisdom is the commandment. Now I'm, I'm. I have to do this. I have to do this because it is necessary. This is why you'll be teaching for days, brothers and sisters. But I'm. I'm going to confirm this here. Deuteronomy four verse five. Behold, I have taught you statutes and judgments, even as the Lord my God commanded me, 
that ye should do so in the land whether ye go to possess it. Therefore, watch this, keep therefore and do them, for this is your wisdom. Wisdom comes from keeping the law, understanding the law, doing the statutes. This is your wisdom and your understanding in the sight of the nations. But keeping the law is your wisdom, your wisdom. And understanding in the sight of the nations which shall hear all these statutes and say surely, this is this great nation is a wise and understanding people. If you just keep my laws, they'll say y'all are a wise and understanding people. But we failed. Back to Proverbs. Wisdom. Wisdom. So wisdom, and, and, and let me not do that. Let me not do that. Let me not do that. Watch. I think I'm going to do this. Now watch. First Chronicles 22 and 12. I'm with, now watch what you're going to look for. Only the Lord give thee wisdom and understanding and give thee charge concerning Israel that thou mayest keep the law of the Lord thy God. Wisdom comes from law keeping. It, it, you can't change the context of it. Wisdom. That's why it says this. Watch, watch, watch. We love this Bible. Psalms 111, verse 10. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And a good understanding have all they that do his commandments. His praise endureth forever. This verse says the same thing as Deuteronomy 4 and 6. Wisdom comes from the law. Watch this. When we go back to Proverbs. Go back to Proverbs. We're going to start in verse 15. She is more precious than rubies, and all things thou can desire are not to be compared unto her. Length of days, length of days, the same thing was, the same thing was written in verse, let's go back up to verse 2. Verse 2. For length of days, but what gave up, watch this, my son, forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandments. For length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. Now let's go back down to verse, because this is all about the law. Watch this, verse 16. Talking about wisdom. Length of days in her right hand and in her left hand riches and honor. Her ways are ways of pleasantness. And all her paths are peace. She, which is wisdom, which is the law, is a tree of life to them that lay hold upon her. She is a tree of life. She is a tree of life to them that lay upon her. And happy is everyone that returneth her. She is a tree of life. Tree of life. Wait, hold on. 
So what is the tree of life? Really? Find out. Brothers and sisters, next week, as we go over part two of the secrets of the garden. All praises.